This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In today's Real Estate News Brief, we'll look at economic news from the week ending September 10th of 2022. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Last Monday was Labor Day, and there were few reports issued during the rest of the week. But Fed Chief Jerome Powell rocked the stock market when he spoke at the Cato Institute. It was a conference on monetary policy, where Powell vowed to fight inflation with more rate hikes and led economists to believe we'll see another three quarters to one basis point hike at the central bank's meeting later this month. It would be the third such rate hike in a row and would bring the Fed fund rate into a range of three and a quarter to three and a half percent. Powell said during the speech, quote, History cautions strongly against prematurely loosening policy. I can assure you that my colleagues and I are strongly committed to this project and we will keep at it until the job is done, unquote. Fed officials want to get inflation back down to the 2% level. The consumer price index was 8.5% in July. Powell also stated there could be some pain in the job market, which includes the possibility of layoffs. But despite the rate hikes that have already taken place, the job market is still strong. In my opinion, it's going to take some time to burn off the massive liquidity that Powell and the Fed injected into the market over the past two years. According to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis's M2 chart, the amount of money circulating in early 2020 was $15.2 trillion approximately. Today, it's hovering around $21.6 trillion. That's over $6 trillion more in circulation today. It's like Powell couldn't take his foot off the gas until March of this year and then suddenly decided to hit the brakes. However, even with that, the government does not seem to be slowing down the printing presses with its student loan debt cancellation program that could cost up to $1 trillion, and now the Inflation Reduction Act that only one in four of voters believe will actually reduce inflation, according to a recent survey from Morning Consult Politico. 34% believe it will actually make inflation worse. A Forbes article stated that the federal government had a $2.8 trillion deficit in fiscal year 2021, mostly comprised of COVID-19 relief spending, including the stimulus checks and emergency rental assistance. The deficit amounted to approximately 13% of GDP and accounted for the second largest deficit since the end of World War II. Deficits over the last five decades have averaged just 3% of GDP. But the Fed breaks haven't hit the labor market quite yet, as I said earlier. The latest weekly unemployment report shows that initial jobless claims have dropped to a three and a half month low, which is close to a record low. There were 6,000 fewer applications for unemployment benefits compared to the week prior. They were down to 222,000. The low point was last March with 166,000 new claims. Another pain point related to inflation is the cost of a home loan. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up 23 basis points to 5.89% last week. The 15-year was up 18 points to 5.16%. Freddie says that the rates vary quite a bit from one lender to another, so it's wise to shop around. And in other news-making headlines, Bank of America is launching a new program for first-time homebuyers, that includes no down payment, no closing costs, and no mortgage insurance. It's called the B of A's Community Affordable Loan Solution and is designed to expand homeownership opportunities for minorities. 
applicants will not have to have a minimum credit score. Instead, they'll be able to qualify based on other data, such as payment histories for things like rent, utilities, phone, and auto insurance. Income and home location will also be considered, and they'll have to complete a home buyer certification course that's provided by B of A and HUD approved counseling partners. I love the idea, but personally, I find it interesting that a no money down loan would be offered now, so late in this housing cycle. Housing is teetering on a precipice right now, with some markets already seeing price declines. In my opinion, it's not a wise time to bring on a no money down loan like this. So hopefully the bankers and the borrowers will be very careful not to issue these loans in markets that are currently overpriced and potentially repricing. Fintech mortgage company Tomo is offering a solution to the deal-killing appraisal gap. That's when a borrower is approved for a certain loan amount and the home then appraises for more than the buyer had planned to borrow. This last week, Tomo announced its new Tomo appraisal coverage. Buyers can get the coverage by getting an underwritten pre-approval from Tomo Mortgage. They must also put a minimum of 10% down and work with a Tomo partner who will run the address through a verification process before an offer is made. Other exclusions include foreclosures and properties that have health or safety issues, or a Fannie Mae rating of C5 or C6, which refer to property conditions. And home buyers must be purchasing the property as their primary residence, so this is not available for multifamily properties. It doesn't cost anything extra for the coverage, but the loan must meet all the criteria I just mentioned and it must be a conforming loan. Builders have been faced with numerous supply chain issues that have left them scrambling for things like lumber, windows, doors, and metal pipe. Now, sand is in short supply. We see sand almost everywhere we look, but builders need a special high-quality sand that's not as easy to find. Stanford University scientist Eric Lambden said in one article that sand found in the desert isn't good for construction because the grains have been eroded by wind, making them too smooth for good adhesion. He says, That is why the tall buildings of Dubai, a desert city, were built with sand imported all the way from Australia, as skyscrapers require extremely high-quality aggregates. He also says it's unlikely that we'll run out of the kind of sand that's needed for construction, but that regional shortages do occur, causing delays. He says it's also possible to crush rock or recycle old construction materials to get the sand that's needed. Well, that's it for today. You can check the show notes for links at newsforinvestors.com. And please remember to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. I really appreciate it. And if you haven't joined Real Wealth, you can hit the join button for free in the upper right-hand corner of the website. And as a member, you have access to our real estate market data and our list of real estate professionals including experienced investment counselors. I've also launched my new syndication company and we're starting with a rental fund in North Texas, where we are expecting to see a lot of the chip manufacturing. If you want to find out more about that, just go to growdevelopments.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.